Connection. Welcome to another week of Simpson on Nitro. New name, no gimmicks, except for what you see on the screen, daddy. It is our Chris, AKA Playmaker. Oh, AKA, we got a book of tea signing coming up. <laughs> and this Rich, AKA Rich, exclamation point. AKA, not on this episode. <laughs> and it's your boy Thomas, AKA Sippy, AKA Hot Times Daddy, Hot Times, Hot Times. I'm so excited, man, but we ain't got that episode yet. <laughs> we'll get to it. <laughs> there is some greatness to talk about in this episode, though. September sure. 11, 1995. Never, Never forget. forget. Uh, got it. <laughs> <laughs> And Live from Miami, Florida in the Night Center. <laughs> what happened to the Night Center? <laughs> Quietly disappeared into the night. <laughs> it's probably still... That ain't the Heat Stadium, is it? No, they probably renamed it, is what I would assume. It's probably like the Miami Convention Center. I was about to call the correctional it. facility. It's probably the convention center. <laughs> <laughs> a big difference. <laughs> yeah, they doing shows in prison now? Okay. Uh, <laughs> and the first thing that came to my mind when they introduced it was... Where is the beef? Because your boy said that into the promo part in the beginning. Oh, Shout out, where's the beef? <laughs> and Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me run down the car for this number two episode of Nitro. Two! We got Alex Wright defeating Sabu in the disqualification in okay, three minutes and 58 seconds. Technically, Sabu won. Referee overturned the decision. We got we'll get to that. We got <laughs> we got a US title match with Sting, your US champion, versus VK Wall Street. IRS. Four minutes and 13 seconds. Sting kept that belt. And then we got Randy Savage versus Scott Norton for five minutes and 39 seconds. Randy Savage got that W. And finally, we got the WCW World Heavyweight title match between Hulk Hogan. With Jimmy Hart, the champion, <laughs> versus Lex Luger, and now also ended in DQ. Like I said, don't low key DQ Jimmy Hart like that. Fuck Jimmy Hart. <laughs> but let- <laughs> I'm mouth the south, baby. What did I tell you? I told you that we had to get this win right now, didn't we? Come on now, come on. What Hulk, a name, mouth of the south. The mouth <laughs> of the south. He- I bet he wish he could take that back. So now we got. <laughs> Our first topic, gentlemen, best match. Okay, so I want I have to get this out of the way. There's some controversy happening. This best match is definitely Sabu and Alex Wright. Like, first off, Alex Wright is hella underrated. Like, the wonder kid, people always sleep on him. But that match was a banger. You get in Sabu German, when he's right? young. The wonder kid yeah, in German? Yeah, yeah. He's a German wrestler. You know, people weren't original in the 90s. But, yeah, I loved it. Lots of high-flying action. Lots of good moves. And then uh, the ending, I'm going to ignore because Sabu won that match. And in what world, after the match is over, does the referee overturn a decision because you wouldn't stop beating up a fool? No, bro. The match is over. I won. I'm whooping his ass. Go fuck off and wait for your next match. Like <laughs> That ending is why that's not my best match. <laughs> my best match is Randy Savage versus Scott Norton. Oh, Hold God. on. Hold I love on. it. I'm a no, big fan of both wrestlers. Are we talking about the ending and you're going to take Earthquake's fat ass landing on top of Scott Norton so he can't get up? We're going to take that ending 
over the referee overturning. Come on now. That was, yes. I hate Earthquake. And yes, we are, because I hate nothing worse than this match ended. No way. <laughs> that is the worst thing in wrestling. Okay. So, Chris, what was your best match? Scott Norton versus Macho Man. Okay. Uh, it was my best match. It Big was good. Man slapping me. Drop it, it from good. the dump. It was good until <laughs> it was good until Earthquake's fat ass gets hit by Randy Savage one time and is knocked out cold, bro. You're 500 pounds. Get your ass up. No, ain't nobody I'm getting slowly, enough to knock you off. Right now, I'm slowly building my thesis that Scott Norton is a top five member of NWO. Oh. Look, I'm telling you right now, Scott Norton is the most disrespected wrestler in WCW. By the way, this man. Notes, by the way, on my notes for this match, I got your boy DeBray. He just said that he do a good animal hospital to send Savage too <laughs> <laughs> because of his Great bad back. <laughs> oh, so the brain always classic, uh, but I would like to point out because it does bother me. So Scott Norton should have been booked like Vader was in New Japan. This man is a beast. He can deadlift anybody, do any of the work, athletic, fit, great size, everything. And they're like, ah, nah, you're going to basically be not quite a jobber, but you will not win any important matches. And I hate that because Scott Norton is absolutely a beast. And like Reggie said, underrated, definitely very important in NWO, but also just in general. Like he made Macho Man's, like, think about think how meticulous and detailed Macho Man is. He won't wrestle with people if they aren't smart and able to, like, keep up with him. And Scott Norton's big ass was able to keep up with him. Amen. But, you know, yeah, it's okay. Earthquake just ruins everything. Anytime Earthquake shows up, that's not going to be a best anything. Speaking of ruining everything, Thomas, what is your worst match? The worst match <laughs> is Lex Luger versus Hulk Hogan. One, did y'all see Hulk Hogan's skin? It's not getting better. We're going to keep this up. Oh, two, ouch. but two, a double DQ finish. Because the Zodiac, the worst wrestler, the Booty Man, wants to come get in the ring the and start swinging his arms around. Oh, get out of no, here. Oh, not like, the Booty Man. No. I'm telling you. I, that notice match. the Barber Booty Man. And, and on top of that, if you notice, because Hulk Hogan is Hulk Hogan, that man's arm fell four times and the referee still was like, nah, he ain't out yet. I'm like, okay, I'm in torture rack, which is fine. How secondly, many times did he cheat during that match? Man. That's what I'm saying. And secondly, uh, you see how, how much of a hoe Hulk Terry Belay is. Even though they both knew that they were going to get no DQ, he was like, I'm still going to get the leg drop. Terry Belay is the hoe, he said. Hold <laughs> about his government day. Because I'm telling you, because Terry was the one that did that made sure this match still fit. Like, he's like, no, Lex, you're still going to have to eat this big boot and take the leg drop. Everybody knows you lost, but then we're going to have him come in and attack me. What? Oh, and does, again, does he attack- have to take his whole club off and say, hey, okay, this is Terry talking. You got to take this and- match. <laughs> And well, well that, before you get to that next note, let me just continue this statement because my worst match also involved Terry versus legs. <laughs> Hold up. I'll let you finish, but this is also my worst match of the evening. Yes, thank you. It is and the worst match. they sold it to me last week thinking this is going to uh, be the match uh, of the how was you? <laughs> <laughs> That's why no. I'm going to love uh, when people listen to this because they going to hear you last episode like, yeah, next week you got Lex Luger versus <laughs> You don't know. But also, I can't stand it because, yeah, we all get it. Okay? We understand. We know what the play is here. So nobody from Dungeon of Doom, which is also the worst name of the stable, uh, didn't attack Lex Luger. We get that. It's fine. 
Realistically, nobody would attack Lex Luger. That man's roid raging all the time. Leave him alone. But secondly, I don't like, can we, can we seriously, can somebody call Eric Bischoff 25 years ago and say, hey, bro, you know what's not cool? Don't finish the match, cut to commercial, and make everybody wait just to listen to a fucking promo. This it's the second promo. week in a row. <laughs> second week in a row that we came back from a commercial. Try to sell this shit so bad, man. You know, he knows he's in a bad spot. <laughs> like, absolutely. Just he's in between two horrible talkers, and he's trying to figure out how quickly he can get the mic away from both Hulk Hogan and Lex Luger. Reggie, why you say this was the worst one? Oh, uh, for all the reasons stated above, but most importantly, because neither one of these wrestlers was playing the face, and neither one of these wrestlers was playing the heel. Both of these wrestlers was wasting my time. <laughs> Oh. And Hulk told us last week you're playing games, brother. And he played games again. Okay. Who's playing games? Because it seems like you played a lot of games too, Pasta Mania. <laughs> and by the way, speaking of playing games, Bischoff with all the shots to WWF at that time, man. Oh, yes. Okay. Lex Luger's finally here. He didn't want to play with kids anymore. So he decided, okay. I was like, whoa, okay. That's yeah. what you're doing out here. This is where the big boys play, as we'll, yep. we'll find out <laughs> next week when he has a problem with one of the biggest boys. But right now, I want to know, Thomas, what was your best moment? Okay, so the best moment for me is very easy. It's staying Sting. I don't really care for IRS much, but I love Sting. It's a good match. Uh, IRS is a very serviceable person. VK? But- you mean VK Wall Street? <laughs> No, I mean the IRS. And uh, <laughs> call that man VK. <laughs> <laughs> Respect but, on his. But yeah, but Wall Street, as he likes to go by now, uh, made Sting look good. I just like, you know, when Sting wrestles and he looks good, you can't beat it. You know, uh, love the Stinger splash, love all of it. Uh, what I cannot wait for, though, Reggie alluded to, you don't know nothing about this yet, but I cannot wait for the behind Sting's back. I'm the super baby face, and everybody keeps telling Sting his best friend is an evil person ruining his life, and he's not <laughs> listening to it. Can't wait for it. But yeah, Sting, you don't get much. I mean, I think we only have like a year left of Surfer Sting, and that's gone forever. So I'm trying to enjoy it while I can. Enjoy it while last. Shout out to me, Michael, by the way, who told uh, BK Wall Street might be sacking groceries after the match. <laughs> <laughs> My dad was working. Oh, and uh, honorable mention to Pepe's outfit. Can't remember because I think episode three is Cowboys. So I can't remember exactly Devil. Maybe I can't remember exactly what Pepe was. That's uh, Mongo's dog. But shout out to the outfit again. My best moment was the Flair promo because the intensity and the subject matter was perfect. I know what's coming. I don't want to spoil it for the audience. I don't want to spoil it for Chris. But I love the breadcrumbs he was leaving to make it believable. Flair knows how to cut a fucking promo. Yeah, I mean, that's absolutely true. I love that that Ric Flair is, I think, the only one that they'll always, almost always have come out, cut a promo early, and then still wrestle late, you know? They always try to give you both. You know, the crowd want to see him, baby. Chris, what was your biggest moment? Oh, you know my biggest moment? Woo! Ric Flair talking that talk. Now, Lex Luger was unnecessary. (laughs) (laughs) 
Like he had no substance to why he had to walk out there for him to say what he did or do what he did, and then they went out off of that mug. But definitely Ric Flair, my first time actually get to watch him talk that talk, baby. And most okay. importantly, he really gonna talk that talk next week. Can, I, can we take a moment just to? I think the only reason they had Lex go out there was so people could, so Ric Flair could make it seem like Rick, like Lex Luger's the shit. Because when Ric Flair was like, "Listen here, Mean Gene, that's the total." Package right there. That, you know the way Flair delivers it is beautiful. Hey, the way the way he was like six five, two hundred something pounds, <laughs> sixty inch waist or whatever he was saying. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, sixty inch waist is not what I meant. Better be. He, oh, I believe he said. I think he said twenty two inch arms because Hulk Hogan has twenty four inch arms. So they had to, regardless of whether Lex Luger's you arms never are bigger or smaller. You have to be smaller than 24 My word, inches. the way they talking about Lex Luger coming to this league, you thought LeBron just uh, made a move, man, the way they talking about Lex Luger, man. Yeah, because when Lex Luger left, he was U.S. title material, but Vince put him up on the world title scene against Yoko and Bret Hart and shit, so now he come back as a main event in that. <laughs> I think Vince knew what he was doing. He was like, look, Lex Luger sucks, so I'm going to put him as the main eventer and have him you know, lose early and have to do all this nonsense. Uh, that way, when he goes to WCW, they have to put him at the main event scene and he can ruin things. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I think Vince was thinking that. So now it's time to flip the coin. We heard okay. what the best moment was. What was the worst? The worst, worst. moment. The worst moment. I already had talked about it earlier because you had brought up the match. But the worst moment is badass earthquake. Ruin Scott Norton's match. Okay. Scott Norton was going to beat man, Roger Man Randy Savage. Scott Norton had the upper hand. And Earthquake's fat ass. Not even, it's like, I get it. You want to come in, you want to fuck with you called a man by his name? Fine. Shark is <laughs> the worst. The worst. Okay? Like. I'm tired of you calling these people they WWF names. I'm calling them by the name that they are known WWE. <laughs> Look, I enjoyed 90s WWE. I was always, even when they were losing Nitro, I was WWF Raw person i'm just saying that if shark could just not exist i would be happy okay this is not the first not the last not even the 17th time he's ruined the match and he will keep coming in and ruining matches because he is in the dungeon of doom and that is the only thing they're good for let me tell you what my worst moment of the week is what a shark represent (laughs) where is he from the dungeon dungeon of doom Doom. throughout this episode Trash. You got Kamala Zodiac. Basically, it's like, hey, I was going to ask you the name. We have I, I'm like, I'm definitely seeing people I know, but I don't remember the names or new. There's names. only there's only one person in the Dungeon of Doom in its entire historical run that matters, and we'll get to him next episode. <laughs> okay, so I'm just saying, Dungeon of Doom is genuinely the worst stable I've ever seen in professional wrestling. It's just all of Hogan's friends. Get jobs and nobody enjoyed it. No, that is absolutely my worst moment. Is how much involvement we got from the Dungeon of Doom. Put it away, put it away, put it away now. <laughs> what you got, you gotta give it to Eric Bischoff. What I got, you gotta give it to Eric Bischoff. All right, Chris, worse. How the BK Wall Street versus Sting match ended. Okay. Uh, First of all, it was too quick. <laughs> so there was no disrespect. They had no build up. Dude, we actually got to cut a promo last week only to get eliminated. How long was the match, Reggie? 
Four minutes. <laughs> Four minutes and 13 seconds. You do not deserve to cut a promo if you lose in a match in four minutes. <laughs> Wasting my time. Hey, that's that's. Hold on, I can tell you right now. Well, yeah, that is disgusting. It, gave it more is. Time. But yeah. you had four matches. You know, it's only an hour long show. You throw four matches in, you got to make them short, especially considering how that 20 minutes. Up. It should have 20 minutes <laughs> of that hour is definitely commercials. And then you got to have a three minute long promo with Ric Flair where he walks in for two minutes. You got, there's too much. It's too much. But eventually we're going to get to the beauty of just one title match episode and they're going to give it its time and its due. They're going to stop having multiple title matches that's only five minutes long. By the way, also honorable mention is Dungeon of Doom breaking up all these damn matches. It's getting on my nerves. Enough. I'm tired of it, man. They ruined it. I'm upset. So now... Thomas, your mm. final say. My final say is real easy. You know what I really love? Just immediately off the jump about Nitro over the WWF is the chemistry and the quality of Bischoff, Heenan, and Mongo. Like, you and don't plus. have any cringy, gross things. You don't have any king talking about puppies or doing any nonsense, any, like, racial connotations. It's, they're living their gimmicks. They're in the zone, and they have a great camaraderie between them. It might help that the boss is sitting in between Heenan and Mongo, but it does still give you a great sense of truth. And, like, it brings life to the proceedings. Because some of these matches are so short, you can't even get into them, really. And But they're still bringing life. You know, like Chris says, Heenan with the commentary, hilarious. Mongo always coming up with saying just wild shit. And then Heenan just, whatever he can think of, immediately just put down Mongo and, like, disagree with whatever he says. Commentary is A plus. This is my second favorite WCW commentary team. I didn't know it came this early. You know, the only one I like better is when they replace Bischoff with Shivani, because nefarious things happen in the future. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, until then, this is great, man. I can't wait to hear Shivani back on there because that's who I grew up on. I think he did NWA. Yeah, Shivani was uh, in WA. Yeah. And right now he's doing WCW Saturday night. (laughs) And Braves game, which he still does to this day, ladies and gentlemen. I did not know that. What is? Yeah, that's why he left because he was like, I'm going to do real stuff because. Because he made more money doing Braves games than he do wrestling. So he's like, come on, man. (laughs) (laughs) But he do them on the radio, not TV. Sorry. Turner. All right. So, Reg, what's your final say? My final say, I got a certain criteria for managers. But the most important thing a manager needs to do is add something. Do you add something to look at? More nine times out of ten, you add somebody to talk on the mic. Occasionally, you add some physical prowess. But James Hart, don't add a goddamn thing to Hulk Hogan. I do not understand why Jimmy Hart needs to be out there for a face. What is happening? Whose decision was this? What kind of booking is this? I'm disgusted. That's my final say. Okay, can can we all? I, I'm not. I agree with everything you're stating, but they were trying to keep Terry Balea off the mic. They were like, "Hey, Jimmy, if you can talk, that's less Hulk talking." But then you so know I, what they did? They gave Terry the mic over and over again. Exactly. 
And and but Jimmy is there to distract, and outside of distract, he's just there to make noise for the crowd. When they're like, when they're sitting there dying because Hulk Hogan sucks as a wrestler, Jimmy, come on, guys, let's do it. Here for the Hulkster. Come on, I'm going to blow this air horn. Let's do it, guys. Come on, mouth to the south, baby. Woo. That's exactly what Jimmy Hart's there for. <laughs> Shout out to Chris. the South. Of the south. <laughs> I can't even say that with a straight face anymore now. <laughs> it's like every time. Every time. I thought it was a cold nickname back in the day, but today doesn't quite <laughs> read right. It's like you could, it, back in the day, you were, I was innocent enough to not think things associated with that terminology. And when, so you say that nice to be like, well, I guess he might just be like the loudest dude, literally the loudest, but no, nah, it's, it's a real horrible nickname. About the better hit than somebody else. will be announced for the next week episode. <laughs> but for right now, Chris, what's your final say? My final say. Sting. Bad sell. Macho <laughs> Man. Good sell. My word. At the end. <laughs> I don't know what Sting was on. But that dude could not come off the cuff, dog, when it came to try to be in prop two, whatever they was doing, they promo at the end. But Macho Man knew what the hell he was doing. He was interrupting the cats. Oh, no, nah, Lex, then y'all suck. Give me the bike. Yeah. <laughs> was like, Macho Man was doing his best. Nothing. Let me show you how it's done out here. Macho he was doing man, his best to take up all the time because Macho he knew. Macho Man out here selling the promo. Yes. Macho Man is out here selling the match. Yes. Even when he was losing to Scott Norton, he was selling that bug. And my man's out here selling Fall Brawl. Because he sold me because I would have watched Fall Brawl now. So oh, I'm okay. with it. I am, you know, I am ready. Fall Brawl, I'm going to see you soon, sucker. <laughs> yeah, Fall Brawl. Okay. It's, By the it's, way, the promo for Fall Brawl. <laughs> oh, that is, that is yeah. The promo for Fall Brawl. You're pure 90s. It's but Macho Man. Because they were doing it for charity. Oh yeah, this, what was it? Muscular dystrophy? What was it that they were doing it for? How ironic! Muscular dystrophy <laughs> from wrestling. And it, guess who sold it? And guess who sold it with the kids? Macho Man. They didn't send Hulk Hogan. They didn't send Steve. They sent Macho Man. All right, man. Like I said, no gimmicks on this show. You can find me at Playmaker Three One Six on Instagram and Twitter. Make sure you follow. The podcast, Stimson ain't easy if you ain't up on things. Chris Stimson is a name, Playmaker's a nickname, for sure. In case we all hot with the three jams, Kansas City's number one for hip-hop and R&B at KPRS.com. Three to seven, Monday through Friday on the Playmaker Show. Okay, and it's Rich. You can find me at livefromthis.com for the music and livefromthat.com for the merch. And other than that, don't find me. Don't try to find me. I'm invisible. Yeah, and it's Thomas, a.k.a. Stimpy. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Stimpy is King. And if you'd like to come on over to Unqualified Observers, no gimmicks, no singing. Uh, appreciate that. It's the other podcast to do with my my good friend, Kellen Metcalf. We you know, review movies. And until next time, uh, watch Night Show. <laughs> Reggie, next week, can you give us a clue? Oh, uh, yeah, next week. What's the clue? Should the clue just be the main event? I don't know. How about, uh, I'm trying to think of, like, Black Inferno. How about that? <laughs> Black Inferno. 
think that through, ladies and gentlemen. But until then, I'm so sorry we're out of time. We'll have to see you next time. But Chris, but Thomas, I'm rich. I forgot what he says at the very end. We'll get the Shivani lines down, ladies and gentlemen. Peace. Until then, peace. <laughs>